0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds and Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as part of the Armchair Media Network. The 2020 NFL Draft is less than a week away. And, oh, baby, it's rumor season. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the leader of the Cleveland of Cleveland fan club. And, with me, as always, is A.J. Tampa Bay Marchese. Trademark that. Cleveland to Cleveland or Tampa Bay? No, no, yeah, the first one. <laughs> Today we're going to be counting down our top 10 safety prospects in the 2020 NFL Draft and previewing the NFC South draft plans. But it
0: is seven rounds in heaven with my baby going out. To Vegas, maybe. Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a run back on the first day. Don't draft a run and back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together let's go seven rounds
1: forever and that's a song with home security there's two ways you can go about protecting your home there's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune or there's the other way simply safe simply safe is everything you need in a home security system It's award-winning protection, two-time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award, simply safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensor guards inside. You barely notice notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up your system all by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home in a moment's notice 24 7. And it's only fifty cents a day with no contracts. That's why the bridge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get a free shipping and a sixty-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafecom slash team. Uh speaking of safe, safeties keep your defense saved. Whoa. That's the first time like I could actually find a segue from that to this. Good job. We should just talk safety every week. It'd make my life a lot simpler. Simply safe. Or... Also one of my favorite positions, so fine by me. There you go. And uh this class, although doesn't lack or it lacks a Maybe an elite heavy hitter at the top, a uh, clear mm-hmm. top 20 pick. It's uh, it's pretty loaded in that, maybe let's say that 25 to 50 range. I have a bunch of guys in the mid, early mid second round. Yeah, I think that's, the, there's, I think we get one safety in the first round. Yeah. And then five more through the second, maybe into the third if they and that might be it for day two yeah
0: i agree like i have i have it the same way i have one first round grade and then i got five guys in the second round and then i have one as a late third early fourth and, if he's, and then it, it drops off if
1: you throw terrell burgess into this who we both had yep. as a nickel last week he's in that uh day two range obviously too
0: yeah and and, and like wallace probably would have been after my
1: like seventh guy in that range right um, and I, uh, So, I think ultimately, if we count Burgess as a safety, you get seven guys in in the uh, first three rounds. Does that sound mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, seven, maybe eight. I, I agree.
1: And then, uh, but a lot of that, I think, is going to come off the board early second round.
0: Uh, I also fully agree. Yeah, like, I, I got one late round, first round grade consensus, number one safety, no spoilers. But, yeah, after that, like, I got... Tanner up, Mews? Like, Tanner Muse, my cons- consensus number one, safety. and Tanner then, uh, Muse,
1: what a watch. Do, do, we, do, we, do we talk about Tanner Muse? Is there any point to doing so? Tanner Muse doesn't even, like, it doesn't make sense sometimes.
0: I, I, I He's like, I don't know, man. I don't want to
1: talk about Tanner
0: Muse. Okay, fine,
1: fine, we won't. It's too weird. He, like, doesn't look confident moving. <laughs> Backwards, at least. His his backpedal is rough. Uh, I, like,
0: I, I don't think he's a is safety or a linebacker. If that's plausible. He's a
1: special teams god.
0: Yes, exactly. that will be a great special teams. I, I grade him out as both. He, he grade a little bit higher for me at safety. Um,
1: he's gonna go. He's I,
0: gonna go way too high. Still, he's gonna go in the fourth I, round. You fucking might. I have a sixth round grade on him. and you're, you're getting a high end special teams player, baby. Yeah, I have a seventh round grade. He's um, like, like
1: 240 on my board. I respect that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I don't know why. I mean, we can't do this show and not talk about him, so I guess that's why that came up. It, 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 exactly. but, but overall, I think this is a really fun safety class. you got a, dip, uh, a bunch of different kinds of safeties. You've got some guys um, who are almost. who, who play. Uh, uh, I I think my favorite thing about the class is the usage. Uh, just mm-hmm. guys being used all over the place. Lots of guys playing like Overhang or Nickel. Yeah. Uh, so a couple guy, guys playing some single high. Everybody playing a little bit too deep. Seeing a few guys as box players or just match up one-on-one with tight ends. Um, just, and
0: I do think there's a lot of like day three guys that are going to be really good special teams guys. Yeah, I think so too. There's a, there's a lot of tough physical guys. Yeah, really like some really solid tacklers players later that... You know, maybe not the greatest uh, cover guys or anything, but maybe tested decent and uh, yeah, like you said, physical.
1: Yeah, it's a no. It's a it's a fun class, a good class. I think that, again, we're gonna get a few counter Terrell Burgess, I think seven guys who are gonna be making Just, an impact as rookies. Yeah, fair enough. So let's jump in. Um, I think pretty. Uh, I bet I bet we're on on the same page here. The highest floor safety in this class. Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Is it Xavier or Xavier? I say Xavier.
0: Xavier McKinney from Alabama. Sorry, I just,
1: you know. I'm a Xavier, Xavier. a Xavier alum. That's that is true. <laughs> uh Chris Mack, come back. Um anyway. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear Xavier McKinney's you, you I don't know if he's consensus safety one. You said that, I don't think that's true, but I do think he's probably consensus highest floor safety in a class. Fair enough. I mean, feels like most people have him a safety one,
0: but yeah. I don't know. Um, I've seen lots of takes. I mean, the media doesn't know what we're talking about, if you include us, with what they're talking about this year, Rob. So that's what Rappaport said.
1: Um, and I think what makes him clearly the highest floor guy is combination of football IQ, yeah, one of the most consistent tacklers, not even just in the group, in the class uh, yep. among defensive players. Played multiple roles at Alabama. Um, the instincts are off the charts. Good ball skills, too. Good enough athlete. Uh, I, think, that, I, I that, think that's where his shortcoming is going to, like, that's what kind of caps his ceiling. He's not the same athlete, doesn't have the same size as some of these other guys, but I'm not worried for sure about it. it.
0: I think he's a better athlete than I mean, obviously the forty he got injured on, but he, even otherwise, he's a better athlete than he gets um, credit
1: for. Well he flies to the football. Like he he gets to the ball carrier in a hurry. There's a couple of safeties in this class who didn't. Well, I thought that about where uh, they didn't test as well as you were expecting because they just fly to the football on tape. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there's a that, that's true. There's a lot of like downhill like getting making plays in the backfield thumper safeties in this group.
1: Uh, and I think that comes back to what you were saying about the special teams guys. Yeah, exactly uh, yeah
0: for, for McKinney just like just his eyes are so great like high football IQ he's so aware like he almost he pretty much always knows where the ball is or where the ball's he's going. got and he's like,
1: got this he's not the same player as Mika Fitzpatrick uh and I don't think he has the same deep coverage abilities as an Eddie Jackson but the same yeah. thing about all three of them is their their instincts and their football IQ are just off the charts Nick Saban knows yeah. how to, how to recruit and develop safeties he does for sure, and like like you said, he's you he, he was used all over there, and like,
0: he, I think like you want to use him all over in the NFL too because he's super versatile. Like like you said, slot, free safety, box, pretty much equally all, like over the course of all three the, spots. Yeah,
1: like I I think my favorite place to play him is kind of is more so down low in mm-hmm. that kind of hybrid nickel safety role, getting him around run line of scrimmage, making plays. He has yeah. the lateral quickness, the fluidity, and the feet to to hang with slot receivers. And he can just be a, a disruptive uh, player against the. He, he's uh, he. I think he's kind of the perfect. There's two different types of safeties I love. It's his type, and then the, the single high guy who's just got range for days and ball skills. Yeah, a little,
0: little more rare to get that true single high guy. Though no,
1: we we honestly we don't like. We don't really see like Jesse Bates I thought that about I think of that about one guy in this class um, mm-hmm. it, I think it's rare to find that you're just that guy who you just want to be playing back there at single high for sure but I, I agree like then the second most valuable
0: position or like type of safety is the McKinney type the one that you can just use all over high IQ. Maybe hopefully a little better athlete. But still, like, I, again, I don't I don't have a big issue with that either. No, so. he,
1: I, he, I think he's a day-one starter, high-character guy too, who's going to be a leader in your secondary. He can be the quarterback of a secondary mm-hmm. uh, and just also a, a, a chess piece for a secondary. I think he's, again, the exact type of safety every team needs.
0: Agreed, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, like his... The ceiling isn't going to be massively high, but uh, but it's not low either. Like
1: I think he's a like like he can be a Pro Bowl guy.
0: Yeah, no, I I do too. I like I don't like I don't think a perennial Pro Bowl, but
1: you know, couple, (laughs) couple, couple here, couple there, Uh, couple here,
0: couple there. Yeah,
1: I think the more interesting question in this class because I I think it does after McKinney, it it, it's very up in there. um, Yes, who who's where in a lot of people's orders. Um, and so I think that makes the highest ceiling really interesting for uh, kind of
0: wide open man I, I I struggled choosing one guy um like really all all the all those top guys in the group uh after McKinney like you say kind of have really high ceilings um I, I stuck with I mean the the previous favorite safety here I picked Grant Delpit Explain yourself I just think Obviously, the, you throw on that 2018 tape, that that tape is the best tape any of anyone in this group put together, right? Like, his highs were the highest of anyone.
1: Yeah, um, no, I think that's fair.
0: Obviously, 2019, he played hurt most of the year with the ankle sprain. I mean...
1: And timid. Was, timid and hurt.
0: T- yeah, no, definitely right. I mean, maybe they go hand in hand, but maybe they were two separate issues. We, we don't know.
1: I hope they're hand in hand. Though uh, see the yeah. thing, even though um, despite of uh, that, like the old Miss game is just that's his worst game in college football, mm-hmm. I think. But like mm-hmm. the Florida game, for example, big stage, big game. He, although it's not like terrific, form the way he's hitting, he's hitting. He threw his body around in that game. He broke up, I think, two passes, uh, yeah. uh, just by making contact. He. Killed Kyle Trask at one point. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. he, he had like two two actual PBUs as well. Like, I think that was his, maybe his best game of 2019 was that Florida game. Yeah. And like, so let go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, I, I know there's, um, with him, there's his fall from grace as that top 10 player that a lot of us thought he was going into 2019 <laughs> and the clear number one safety, but I don't see the fall to being a fourth round guy.
0: No, me neither. I, You'll see where I have him in my rankings later. I'm still high on him. Like, me too. And like you said, the timidness, I'm not too afraid of. Because like you said, you throw in that Florida game. He's physical as hell. Uh, like you said, you broke up one, just pure hitting hard. It could have easily been a touchdown. And like he, he throws his body around. But like that also is what gets him into trouble with missing tackles. Like He's just getting caught with his I head don't, down.
1: I don't think he's ever going to be a great tackler but i do think just going back to that your point the the point i brought up about him being timid is i do think he he can be an aggressive player yeah where where it's going to be less about willingness and more about just form
0: yeah exactly because you see like a lot of him just flying by a tackle so it's like again like it's not willingness it's just like missing
1: yeah uh and uh, good idea. Ultimately with his size and his ability and coverage and his versatility in coverage. Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes him so interesting. Like he's a guy who he he can like he can play single high. He plays a lot of big nickel. Yeah, he's he's surprisingly comfortable playing in the slot. Uh he just did it so much and like yeah. he he's fine playing um man zone. He's got he's got um I think he's got good instincts uh, in zone, and, and he's he uses his length while playing some press man. Um, mm. I think he's fluid. Uh, there's questions that came out about his athleticism. I I think that had more to do with like if you again going back to the old Miss game. There's times like he blew angles or blew coverages. I think yeah. it, it had to do with the injury more so. Like I, I do, I think he's a four three guy. No, but I like he's a four five flat guy at least.
0: Yeah, I think, like, if you were to ask me, I'd say in that 4-4-5 four, four, to 4-5 range. Um, like, flat. to the
1: point where you're not worried about the athleticism.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't think he's an elite athlete or anything. Like, he's not extremely
1: explosive, but, I, yeah, it doesn't really concern me. I agree with you. And the usage of him will be important to get the most out of him is he needs to be playing yeah. in a predominantly, like, your, your the point of him is his ability and coverage and He's not maybe doesn't offer the same versatility as Xavier McKinney, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time he offers a lot more in coverage as a playmaker than Xavier McKinney. Uh, yeah, he good ball skills which we didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, really his the main flaw you're looking at is the tackling and the aggressiveness. Like everything else about him is very very impressive. I still think.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Who's your uh, high ceiling?
1: I'm going a little, uh, a little different, maybe, um, just because of his size and his pure athleticism. Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. I think that would have been my second choice. He can be uh, with. He's such a rare athlete. Yeah. With that size, 6'3", six three, two twenty one, uh, and the most athletic safety in the class. Um. He can be that true defensive chess piece, like that day two Isaiah Simmons, that's what mm-hmm. people have mentioned, or like that they're not to the same extent as Derwin James, but that's what you're looking at when you look at a guy like Chin. Um like he can blitz off the edge because he's so explosive and so he's so scary. Support, yeah, so strong for a safety. And yeah. and then I know it was obviously against lower level competition, but he was the best player on the field um yep. he he was used in all kinds of ways in coverage uh he he is technically not as sound as you would love like you you want to see him clean up some of um some of his footwork and, and you want to see him uh just open up those hips a little better but mm-hmm. and, and his instincts do need to improve a little bit but it's what he could be is so scary yep. and even even if he doesn't reach that, I think in the right system, a guy with that kind of explosiveness, that kind of size, that kind of aggressiveness, deployed, right? Like, like old school Adrian Wilson uh, on those Cardinals teams. Uh, Adrian Wilson's one of my favorite players of all time. I think one of the most underrated football players he in is. NFL history. I think you deploy him. Like, I'm pretty sure Adrian Wilson had an eight-sack season as a safety. Like, if you just use Jeremy Chin and the way the Chargers started to use Derwin James uh, mm-hmm. as a rookie, blitzing him that frequently, I think in a system he can be such a terrorizing playmaker
0: i 100 agree with you i will say like like you said he's just so raw like it's his football awareness and his iq that just need major coaching so like i agree like early on i think you just got to give him a defined job like like let him man up against tight ends because he can do that let him be a strong run defender because he is like you said, let him blitz, go after the quarterback because you think, he can do that. Do you think
1: yeah. that any teams will be looking at him as a, a true linebacker?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, I I think you play him in that that hybrid role that we're kind of talking about. Yes,
1: but I agree. But well, the, I mean, we we heard today via I think Rap Sheet tweeted it that some teams are still looking at Isaiah Simmons as a true safety. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> but
0: me too. And so anyway, back, quickly back to Chin. I think if you just like. You get him on the field because he's going to be impactful early, but you let his eyes and his feel for the game develop, you can unlock an absolute monster.
1: For 100%. He's going to be the best athlete in most secondaries and the biggest. Yeah. He's he's a freaking nature.
0: He is. Very much so.
1: Yeah. Um, Who's your value pick? Uh,
0: I went with Geno Stone from Iowa. Okay. Who, in my top ten, so we're cheating a bit. but Mine too. Yeah okay, so we're, we I'm, I cheated with all three of my picks a little bit, but Ooh. we're getting thin between uh, nickel and safety. So it's still like I have him in the late fourth round, so I'm I'm pretty high on him. Um, didn't test the best, but and like you know he's short, but he's like really stout build, like he's really stocky. Like you throw on the tape, you notice the athletic limitations pretty quick, but like the instincts, the football IQ are fantastic. Like his eyes in zone are great. He's active on, in zone. Um, he, like, he's breaking on routes before the balls, even though the quarterback's hand. Watch
1: the Michigan game. His game yeah. against Michigan, Michigan is incredible. I think it's the best game that any of the day three safeties had.
0: Yeah, one of the... Yeah, I agree. One of those uh, downhill, aggressive tacklers, finishers that we mentioned earlier. Um, like, he doesn't have that explosive step to break on balls, but if you, like, if you just let him keep everything in front of him, um, I think it can be a very productive safety. Like... And, and go-
1: big-time special teams upside.
0: Exactly. Uh, but I can <laughs> I keep saying that about all those guys. I, I, he's like the only guy in my fourth-round range, really. I'll get there later. But anyways, I, I, I like him a
1: lot. And he's in that group. I think he's the guy. Okay, I'm going to go with the guy not in my top ten. Uh, Antoine Brooks Jr. from Maryland.
0: That's a good pick. I, I consider Brooks.
1: He's, a, he's, a, he's just a tough football player. He basically just played linebacker for Maryland and called yeah. himself a safety. Uh, so active around the line of scrimmage Really great tackler Really aggressive football player the Limitations are his athleticism And what he offers you in coverage But I think there's a yeah. role for a guy like this Like uh, he's basically, He reminds me a lot of how the Packers used to use Morgan Burnett Like yeah, he's a I hybrid mean, safety linebacker Like you call him a safety But he's actually a linebacker
0: <laughs> Yeah exactly 27.5 TFLs in 3 years Which is pretty damn impressive for a lineback- uh, For a safety playing linebacker Or a linebacker playing safety Whatever you want to call him uh, Like you said, they're just super physical. He hits guys, gets them on the ground. Maybe he uh, needs to do... Yeah, go ahead.
1: Another guy who's going to add special teams value, like you mentioned, G.S. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Like, Aloe Gilman's another guy who's going to do it, too. And, like, Kaliki Hudson. Like, there's a bunch of guys who, in this Metellus. class, are going to go day three and are going to offer a ton of special teams value.
0: Yeah, I know. I almost don't want to keep saying it, but there, there is a bunch. Like, those guys... uh will Metellus in that list... We talked about Tanner Muse. Like, I think a lot of those guys just going to be really, really competent special teams guys. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: okay, who's your sleeper?
0: Sleeper for me is uh, Daniel Thomas from Auburn.
1: He hits. He pops on other people's tape.
0: Yeah, I I didn't really have too many expectations going into watching his tape. And I came away a big fan. Uh, actually in my top 10, so not, not much of a sleeper for me. But first of all, he tested great. Uh, one of the higher testing... Uh, for, for all safety, that's he's part. another
1: guy who's gonna be sick on special teams. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's actually true. Uh, 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 when we were doing um, um, Nichols last week, when I was watching Javerus Davis, he just kept flashing because he was hammering everything in front of him.
0: Yeah, he's okay. So he's 5'10, 215, so he's built very well, and he's like he's super muscular. His arms are rocked Yeah, he's, up. he's rocks. It, yeah, he's he ran a 4'51. Like, he's not twitchy laterally, but that good straight-line explosiveness, that, like, uh, coming-down-downhill guy. And, like, he's another guy that's really dynamic coming off the edge. He blitzed a lot, was really good on it. Um, And, uh, like you said, he's physical as hell. Like, he's a knock-you-out hitter. Um, Strong tackler. I think just really solid tackler, too. And I think his eyes are underrated. I I think, like, you're going to get a pretty decent guy and then a a guy that's going to be a really high-end special teamer and, like, a potential, like, Backup box guy and maybe more.
1: I like him a lot. No, I think that that's a good pick. Uh, sorry, I might have a little bit of breaking news. do do, do. Multiple do players got... had drug tests flagged at the NFL Combine. Among those is projected top 10 pick, Makai Becton. Uh, teams are made aware of this. Becton has no failed drug tests in college. Uh, per new CBA rules, he goes into stage one for no more than 60 days. Uh... If there's no further flags, he will thereafter assume the same status as a player who's never referred to the program.
0: I like the new uh, CBA rules for for drug testing so far. So far, yeah. Who knows? It's a it's a mystery box, but yeah, they, they didn't say performance or recreational did it, did he?
1: Uh, no, it didn't. I I assume it was pot by Mike. Uh, Mike G's funny tweet quote tweet of Ian Rappaport about <laughs> how much Mukai Becton likes to cook and eat. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, no,
0: then pr- probably pot then, who cares?
1: Back to the show. Uh my sleeper's LeJarius sneed from Louisiana Tech. Interesting. So ran what, four three, nine at the combine. Yeah, a guy who played corner the year before and then played safety yeah. as a senior. I, I'm I'm I kind of think he's he's gonna be more of a corner in the NFL. I, I think a lot of people are projecting them back to corner. Yeah, because well, he's got the length and that athleticism. He's fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love how Louisiana Tech used him. They mm-hmm. they just pl- kind of played him in sh- a lot of shallow zone. You'd think a guy like that, you if you're gonna yeah. move him off corner, you're playing him like single high, and, single high.
0: Yeah, for real. I know, It's silly.
1: And and it's funny because like I would much rather have him and Amik Robertson as my outside corners than Amik Robertson <laughs> at one corner and then like Logarius Need in this like shallow zone safety role. Yeah, for real. It's at Louisiana Tech. Get get your shit together. But yeah, clearly on tape, explosive athlete, fluid. Um, you see the range when he's asked to play in a rangy role, which is not enough. Um and, and, and at times he does come down, he plays some nickel, he can press. Uh not a great tackler, but an aggressive guy, like he's willing, he just misses a lot of tackles. Um I Yeah, I, w- I would take a shot on him probably late day three in uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, uh, projecting him as a move to corner. Kind of like with the Seahawks that Trey Flowers coming to Oklahoma State. There you go. I like that, but better athlete than Flowers. Yes, <laughs> yes. And maybe not the same special teams guy these other safeties are, like mm-hmm. but there's, uh, a, I think, a lot more potential for him to kind of outplay his draft slot. That's a good pick. Okay, who's your super sleeper, AJ? Even though I already know because you spoiled it. <laughs>
0: So I'll set it up good though. Maybe maybe not the the super of sleepers, but he's from somewhere that has never had an NFL draft pick. The XFL. <laughs> uh Kenny Robinson from West Virginia slash Saint Louis.
1: <laughs> Saint Louis uh, Battlehawks, their name, you coward.
0: Yeah, okay. West Virginia Mountaineers slash the St. Louis Battlehawks, sorry. Uh put a good tape though in what five games over the XFL season. I had, like twenty one tackles, couple picks, uh He's he's big, 6'2", almost 200 pounds, uh, for, for the matter, too. He's only 21 years old. He's he wiry fine. as hell. Uh, you're he going to love my
1: pro comp, by the way. He's all, okay, for, the, t- for the record, he's also my super sleeper because I, I was like, oh, I'll be clever and pick the XFL. Turns out both of us did, so neither of us are clever. Yeah, we're both idiots.
0: Uh, got kicked out of West Virginia for academic fraud violations. So, uh, whatever. And West Virginia kind of was weird about him transferring, and so he ended up at the XFL. Um, So, there's one game that we watched of him versus DC. Uh, that one interception he had, though, man, it, it was pretty beautiful. He like,
1: yeah, was a man coverage. He, yeah, go ahead. He, he's rangy with ball skills. Yeah. I like him playing. He's a guy who I, I like in a single high type uh, mm-hmm. situation. Not the greatest tackler. Um, and no. Not the most technically sound guy. Lacks some instincts. But, I mean, XFL is grown men. It's like projecting a euro in, in NBA uh in the NBA draft like have you got to take into account they're playing grown men not playing uh just college guys who are going to go on to be insurance salesmen or something right like he's playing guys <laughs> who are playing professional football and he still yeah, stood exactly. out um I yeah, he, he's, he's going to get drafted I honestly have no idea when like it won't be before the 4th round but no. he he could go anywhere between 4 and 7 uh I think
0: I, I 100% agree I think he's like almost guaranteed to get Drafted and like if any year you're gonna draft a guy in this situation it's gonna be this year because all those like non combine guys are missing out a bit and you have this guy that played football what four weeks ago five weeks ago whatever it's been now so I think that's that's a big upside for him kind of a nice boost I got him in like the mid mid late fifth round area like I I like him that's where I think he'll go as well yeah he's interesting and like quickly let me break down that pick because like he followed a drag uh, went all the way to the sideline the play broke down. The receiver moved downfield. Robinson stuck with it, and they had like a uh, made a diving interception off the top of the grass, which was hell of a play. Like, I, again, we don't know how good of an athlete he is, but he looked pretty pretty fluid. And worth noting
1: that at West Virginia before leave, like he was he was an all Big Twelve defensive player. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, two picks in this. Oh, sorry, seven picks in for two years there. So he's producing, and. um that, that's a guy, like, again, I fully think he's going to get drafted. I think, uh, I think
1: fifth round's the sweet spot, but I would not be shocked if he goes early fourth round. Especially because, yeah. like we mentioned, the, the safety cost really drops off. Yeah, exactly. I, I fully agree. Like, it wouldn't shock me if he's, like,
0: the 12th-ish, 11th-ish guy off the board at safety. My pro comp's Tedrick Thompson, so... <laughs> That's pretty good. Tedrick doesn't like to tackle it. You know what? If Robinson likes to hit. He just he just needs to do better at wrapping.
1: Um, hey, Tedrick Thompson had that incredible interception last year.
0: That is true. Should have traded him for a third-round pick when we had the chance,
1: allegedly. <laughs> Facts. Uh, okay, who's your wild card?
0: I, I went back to Grant Delpit. I think it's the right choice, but there are multiple options here. I kind of wrote Delpit slash Duggar slash Chin. Look, <laughs> like there's...
1: Like, they're kinda of all wild cards. I, I think that's Del Del right. Pick. Yeah, I agreed. Like oh, like we talked about him a lot. Like we said, he could have been or like he was I, I'm ten. pretty sure he was top five on my, my preseason big board. Uh, yeah. Uh he might have been the second player to like Chase Young or third player. Um <sighs> Yeah, no, I was like very in on him.
0: I don't blame you though, like everyone was.
1: Yeah. Uh and then obviously we mentioned the injury, the tackling all that just but still at the same time like I w- if you like I wouldn't be shocked to see him go he's Walker cuz he could like if he snuck into the back of the first round would I be shocked no I know some people no. don't like him that much but he's still top 40 player for me um me too and at the same time, we've heard rumors that he could go in the fourth round. The NFL doesn't like him, like the media. And we've heard, like you already alluded to earlier, multiple times, um, the The media's way off this year on mock drafts. And it's Apparently. it's the most different year of all time, which gets me excited too because I would love to see just a shit show of an NFL draft. Me too. And I think, we're, hey, Cleveland of Cleveland would support that, so <laughs> trademark it. <laughs> uh, Cleveland sticks at, uh,
0: at 10 and takes... Ezra, that's my prediction.
1: That'd be sick. Ezra's a good name too. Ezra Cleveland is a good name. It's a baseball player yeah. name, but it's a good name. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. Play him at the hot corner, baby. <laughs> anyway, we're talking with Grantel Pitt. Um, so yeah, that that was what makes him the wild card. Like he has the the ceiling to be a first round pick and a Pro Bowl guy. But He's also got the floor to be like I'm sure a handful of teams are like Grie Williams fall last year similar thought process although I think Grant pits the better prospect uh agreed yeah uh okay who's your best bet uh Xavier McKinney he just seems like one of the
0: safest dudes in the draft pretty, pretty much yeah like I, I have a late first round grade on him um but again uh, we talked about him a shit ton. like you you, you get him there you plug him
1: in, and uh you don't worry about him move yeah. all over. I think at worst, you're just getting a quality starter and at best a couple uh uh would you say earlier a couple Pro Bowl here a or there Bowl here
0: Bowl there two two in years three and six
1: guy <laughs> who's know. gonna be great in your locker room too great yeah, leader i think yeah. he he's a team captain type of type of guy too.
0: he feels like one of those perfect guys that like maybe your secondary is one piece away and like maybe a little young and you he, plug him in and he kind he of puts stabilizes it. Yeah, exactly. he, he yeah.
1: he's the stabilizer. That's my nickname for him. Pretty good. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good nickname. Oh wait, no, isn't there a Denzel film called The Equalizer? The, the Equalizer, yeah. yeah, that's what I call him then. Oh, okay, stabilizer.
0: <laughs> Never seen the better. movie,
1: but like, there's a sequel too. Oh, I'll be watching that before I watch the first one. It's a good call. Uh, okay, you want to jump into our uh, our, t- our <laughs> ten to six, which I think is very, very up in the air. Uh yeah um like ten to
0: I think like the top six guys are clear yeah the order is kind
1: of all Mucky. over but yeah. that that but after six like you could go so
0: many directions so you'll hear a quick ascension in my uh where I have these guys so tenth for me is from Georgia Jara Reed uh mid fifth round grade then ninth for me is the aforementioned Daniel Thomas from Auburn early to mid fifth. Uh, then we jumped to Geno Stone at number eight. Got a late fourth on him. And then number seven for me is from Texas, Brandon Jones. Wow, finish late, your drink. Hey, late third, early fourth. Right around that, like, yeah. maybe a third-round comp guy.
1: And who's your six?
0: Oh, sorry, Kyle Duggar. <laughs>
1: I forgot what Finish six. your
0: drink. Ah, uh, mid to late second-round guys. There's another big jump for me. Um, like Just a little bit behind... The top five guys. I got like I got like a clear group here.
1: So we we, we actually have four of the same five, A little different order, but uh, about the same range.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, what grade did you have on Duggar? Uh, mid to late second. So, yeah. Um, the the difference is you have Daniel Thomas, and my ten is actually uh, your guy, Cleeky Hudson from Michigan.
0: Uh, he, okay, it feels like
1: just. He got forgotten, and people are just not sure what to do with him, right? I think you're correct. Uh yeah. 160th on my board with the Pat Chung comp. I like him. I, I think there's a <laughs> okay. role for him. Uh
0: Let's we'll, we'll talk about Cleeky because I, I like him too.
1: Okay. Nine Geno Stone of Iowa, 155th on my board. Kurt Coleman comp. Eight J.R. Reed of Georgia. Will Hill comp. 153rd. Seven, Brandon Jones. See, I'm a little high on Brandon Jones. 105th, so that'd be the back of the third round, early fourth. Uh, okay, so we're, we're in the same range there, I think man, he's yeah. another guy who's kind of been forgotten
0: about. Uh, Definitely. I, I feel like if he tested, he kind of would have got back on the map a bit. He's also
1: smaller than he was listed, and I think that scared some people off. Yeah. Uh, with a Kareem Jackson comp for Jones, and then Kyle Duggar, six fiftieth on my board with Keanu Neal comp. All right, we're pretty close on most of those guys. Let's start with a clique. Okay, um... Obviously it's fun as fuck. Yeah, so he's five eleven he came in at five eleven two twenty four, but still tested really well, uh, for a safety and or linebacker of that size. Uh yes. he played a lot, mainly safety at the senior bowl, and that's why I, I kind of project him that way. I also mm-hmm. just like him there more. Um and, and he looked good too. Uh, I thought he had a quietly really solid senior bowl. I think there's yeah. a role for a guy like him as this hybrid safety linebacker, almost just playing him in that overhang role. I think he mans up surprisingly well with uh he does. with yeah. with tight ends like he's a really aggressive guy. Um he he fires up. Uh I think he's got pretty good instincts as a run defender. The worries uh overall are him getting off blocks, so that's why I don't think he would be a linebacker. He he just struggles too much, he yeah. doesn't have the length. Um and then in coverage he's, he's a little tight-hipped. Um. Yep. Like you're not playing him too deep even So that's why I think in a really specific role I, I think you've got a guy there A bit player on your defense Like a, a dime linebacker type even And uh, I think another guy Who's just going to add special teams value
0: No, I, I like Hudson a lot and I agree with like everything you said Like, Just let him be like a, that hybrid linebacker safety Like you said, dime linebacker uh, Let him attack the backfield Because like you said, he's aggressive as hell He flies into the backfield um, like again, I, I don't think he's a true linebacker. I think I agree with you, he's closer to the safety, that's why he's in my safety rankings. Um, underappreciated demand. Like he, he matches up on tight ends and he's fine when to be honest. He's um, also rocked up. Yeah, he is. And you know what's funny though, it's like his sophomore year, he had massive tackle like TFL production. Sixteen TFL, seven and a half sacks. Yeah, as the Viper. Yeah, kind of as the Viper, exactly. Kinda of just all dropped off. Another fun thing about Hudson, um, five career block punts there at Michigan. Oh, I didn't even know of, that.
1: Supports my yeah, special teams thing.
0: There you go. Something that you even like a little more about him. Where would you have him on your board? 160. Okay, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm just a little bit lower on him than yeah, you. Yeah, no, had, we're so. we
1: like, Gino, Stone, Jay, Reed, I have about the same spots as you. Brandon Jones, same spot as you. It's So I'm surprised how much continuity it is. I think it's just because you stay, steal my rankings, but...
0: Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, uh, Jerry Reed on Texan Reed. Yeah,
1: Jerry, you know, my, my, I think my, one of my favorite things about Jerry Reed is just the leadership he clearly brings to the field. Um, yeah. Really aggressive guy, too, physical as hell. Um, yeah. Good good size, 6'1, 202. Uh, fine athlete. I thought he tested better than I was expecting. Yeah, he's
0: like 4'5, 4. Five, four. Like he, he's just like average athletic traits all around. Yeah. He's not explosive, but like because of his instincts are so good, like his IQ is great, like he doesn't bite on fakes. He's just always in the right position or in a good position at least. So like all, all those things when you tag that with a guy that maybe isn't the best athlete but isn't a
1: terrible athlete, it, it works, mm-hmm. right? And uh I the the other safety opposite him is the better football player at Georgia, uh Richard LeCount, I thought kept flashing, um, who will be I in agreed. the draft draft next year, but uh yeah. They, they really I thought contrast each other well because LeCount's got like really good coverage instincts really fluid mm-hmm. guy natural in coverage where J O Reed's more of uh just a tough smart leadership uh yeah f- guy who's gonna fly up against the run make his tackles another guy who I think adds special teams value uh what was your comfort read Will Hill
0: Oh, that's pretty <laughs> – yeah, I like it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like Reed. He's just like like fifth-round range, get mm-hmm. him, and uh, like a good backup safety. Like mm-hmm. I
1: like him. Yeah, for sure. So, Brandon Jones is the interesting guy. We mentioned how yes. uh, there he had, like, top-five safety hype before the season. Because uh, he, he was a huge recruit,
0: right? Wasn't he, like, top-fifty now? Yeah, natural, and, and,
1: like, I'm pretty sure people were surprised when he went back to school last year. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I read that he got, like, a good rating from the NFL Advisory board
1: too, and he, he just wanted to go back and win at Texas. So. Yeah, because he he was he was captain. Um, uh, he was banged up a bit at the end of the year. I think he's one of the best tacklers in the group. He uh, he also played a lot like um, how we were talking about how Kevon Wallace was used at Clumps. I think Brandon Jones a similar idea. Uh, he was playing a lot of like that Kenny Vaccaro big overhang safety nickel thing, yeah. uh, and just making every tackle ultra aggressive guy, um. I don't love him in man coverage. Like not the most fluid guy, doesn't have the greatest ball skills, but I think he's going to be impactful. I, I almost think he's going to be better off playing um not playing as much of that big nickel role, like playing okay. more of a true two deep safety role. Yeah. I think yeah. he's just he he's got instincts and he he is going to be a really impactful uh run defender.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I think I think I I fully agree. Like that played him that in that two deep role. I think that's where he's natural. It is funny though. Like there was like he, they had him lined up in the nickel against uh, against Justin Jefferson in the LSU game. Uh-huh. And like and like for a guy that you would think would struggle mightily in that position, like he had a couple plays where like Jefferson ran a fly and he carried him all the way downfield. Like he he didn't look completely lost, which I, that's a positive to me. And everything else he said is all his like he he hits his ass off he's a really good run defender um like strong enough to take on blocks fights fights off blocks really well and like like also uh, great motor on him like he doesn't stop till the whistle he pursues from the far side every single snap, so like all of those things and yeah again like he played a lot of niggle some lined up on occasion too, which is kind of weird use him in a variety of ways but uh yeah and that in like a truth too deep role um I think we both kind of agree on the same range i I like him
1: yeah like. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes in the fourth round, but uh, finds his way into the field early. as a rookie. I think yeah, he's a high agreed. floor. He's just a, he's a high floor football player.
0: Yeah, high, like not not the highest ceiling, but high floor. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Kyle Duggar, obviously, his stock's been all over the place. There was times yeah. he was going to be a first round pick. Uh, people have been souring on him more lately. I think we're kind of uh, in the realistic range. I think he's a second round dude. Um, who's a matchup, strong safety, who's going to match up, I I, I, just, I think the best way to use him, match him up with tight ends, like how yeah. the Falcons use Keanu Neal a lot, uh, obviously a really good athlete for his size, 6'1", 2'17", tested uh, awesome, explosive dude, who is not afraid to tangle up around the line of scrimmage, people, um, a, a lot of the questions have been about, like, did he dominate his level of competition, he played at Lenoir Ryan, uh, which is Division 2, um mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, people were saying he didn't. I thought every time I watched his tape like he was clearly the best player on the field. you know what it felt like for, like he was clearly the
0: best athlete. I think he was easily the best player on the field. It just felt like he got bored out there at times, and like just he was, it, it was so
1: much he like he was playing he he also had spent time at corner and, and yeah. like he was so much he stood out because he just seemed so much bigger than everybody. Yeah, like
0: he, he looked like an adult playing against children <laughs> often. Like, yeah, I, I think it was just like a thing with him that, like, he wasn't giving it his all every snap, which it's almost hard to blame a guy that's that size and that fast and athletic playing, no offense, but against, uh, who, who did he play against? St. Augustine?
1: Yeah, t- uh, t- I saw him against North Greensville, Mars Hill, Tus- Tusculum? Tusculum? Yeah. Carson Newman S- against the triple option. Yes, yeah, seeing Augustine and Carson Newman. Respect. Sick. I'm, I'm, more teams should run the triple option at that level. That's my
0: take. That's a good take. And, but so, like, he was—he was pretty fun watching him against the triple option. Just came, came up and hit a couple of guys and put them on their ass a couple of times. Yeah. So I
1: think you know what I think works against him too is that there's two small school safeties in this class. I, agree. Who, yeah, um, I know it's stupid, but it's true. Who have nice size or impressive size in big time athleticism, but chins bigger and more athletic. Yeah. And was more dominant on tape. Um yeah. but uh yeah I think Duggar if you get him in that role where you're using him as a match to match up with tight ends, like I think he is perfect for that role. I think he's gonna be a starter. I, I'm I know he's a little older too, I'm sure that's got people a little yeah. bit soured on him. Is he I think he's gonna be twenty four or is he's, already he's already twenty four? Yeah. Yeah, 'cause he he got a sixth year and uh <laughs> he must have just been a stud on that campus. <laughs> I know, God. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Um, But yeah, no, I think the the right team. Oh, I mean, obviously, that's you say that about everybody. But he's yep. gonna be a good, like he's the type of guy where a team that needs to be defending, um, like Noah Fant, um, hmm. or, or like those types of freaky athletic tight ends. Like this type of safety who's got the size, who's got the athleticism. To st- I don't know why Noah Fant popped in my head. Um, He's fast. That's true. Imagine, uh, Yo, the AFC West tight ends, imagine having to cover Travis Kelsey, Noah Fant, Darren Waller, and Hunter Henry two times a year each. Uh, Well, I guess you you wouldn't have to cover all four of them two times, but three of the four of them two times a year. One of them in practice. Good point. Every day. Good point. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I think Duggar is that kind of tight end eraser uh, a lot of teams are looking for. And second round is where I take him.
0: Yeah, I I think that's like his perfect role, um, like what we haven't talked about, like I I think he can do more than that. It's just he needs to see, he's pretty raw. Like he he jumps a lot of routes. He gets in trouble that way. Yeah, you he just
1: he 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 kept up at the Senior Bowl, obviously, but uh, you want yeah. you just kind of want to see him outside of the setting that he he played at. Exactly, because it, it
0: almost felt like he was just a more of a reactive player than an instinctual player. And that almost might just be because his head wasn't fully in the game. Like, like the flashes were all there. Like, you saw the downhill aggressiveness. And when it's there, it's it's big time there. Like, he hits hard. Uh, also, underappreciated. He's got really good ball skills. He, uh, yeah, he does. A couple picks, housed it. And then he was a big time uh, punt returner. Yeah, that the actually, that's
1: the, the most underrated thing about him is he's just so clearly the best athlete on the field. That he was, like, an elite return man.
0: Yeah, he averaged 17 yards per punt return, uh, two touchdowns. Why would you ever punt to him? That's, that's a good fucking question. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he, again, he's just that a little bit behind Chin and those guys, but uh, he's fun. I like him a lot. You're right. It's just if, if Jeremy Chin didn't exist, he would be
1: getting a lot more love. Um, With the 5-1 to one before we do it, I want to say yep. my least favorite thing about the safety class is I love my 3, 4, and 5 And having to put them in an order Where it's like Oh, well, now yes. it's going to seem like I don't love the 5th guy But I fucking love the 5th guy Like I might And then it's like But I love the 4th guy too And uh, that that was tough three,
0: Okay, I, I 100% agree 3, 4, and 5 are really close for me Especially 4 and 5 You can flip a coin And I could put them in either spot To uh, be honest uh, On my
1: board They're all within like 6 spots of each other Yeah, that, that, that makes sense
0: Alright uh, So 5th for me I flipped a coin uh, Ashton Davis. Hey, Calum. fish drink. Oh, I wonder if we're gonna have the same order. We'll uh, see. Number four for me. The other side of the coin. Jeremy Chin. No, we don't go have S- the same order. Okay, go Salukis, and then just a just a oh mid second rounds, and then uh Antoine Winfield Jr. is my third safety, just a smidge above them, and then I got Delpit too early second round grade, and I got like, Xavier McKinney number one. Two fish drink.
1: I'm not surprised we I went Chin and you went Winfield, and the. Um, Three, four, five. Like, who's your favorite?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, they again. Those those guys are really t- close for me, especially
1: Chin and Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So for me, fifth is Ashton Davis. Uh, Jesse Bates comp forty fourth on my board. Four Antoine Winfield Jr. Buda Baker comp forty second on my board. Three, Jeremy Chin, Adrian Wilson comp, no wonder I picked him. 39th on my board, then Delpit, second, Reggie Nelson comp, 30th on my board, Xavier McKinney. First, 22nd on my board with a Malcolm Jenkins comp. I think all those comps are really good. I I have not seen a Delpit comp that I've loved. I don't don't love the Reggie Nelson, but it's the closest I could. uh, I really like the other ones I have. I'm a I've seen
0: a lot of Kenny Vicaro for Dell But I just think he's.
1: Dead. I think he's more than that because I think he does more yeah. um, playing like single high. Like, exactly. Like yeah. Reggie Nelson. Reggie Nelson's peak, he was one of the best um, playmaking deep safeties in, in coverage in football. Like he's like thirty career interceptions. He kind of flamed out quick in Jacksonville and had a really underrated mm-hmm. career in Cincinnati. And honestly, Cincinnati. early in Oakland, he wasn't too bad either. And uh, I think part of the problem in Jacksonville was tackling was tackling and uh, and just like his want but I, I think uh, as a Steelers fan I hate the Bengals Reggie Nelson was one of those Bengals I always kind of liked <laughs> alright let's start with uh, Action Davis um, so this is the guy who I think is the true single high me too and offers you so much upside honestly why trying to break up uh, Chin Winfield and him was he he was he couldn't um, participate at the senior bowl because he was injured then he couldn't participate at the combine, yeah. and, and I don't even have, like I don't have athleticism. Quite, he's an elite athlete. He, he's really Clearly. rangy. Um, yeah. He 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 got to Cal. His story's so cool. He wasn't recruited. He he used his track and field scholarship to get to Cal, and then walked on the football team, yeah. uh, which I think is a super cool story. Um, you know what's quick? Quickly jumping ahead, at maybe. You no, know what's so cool
0: about him? Like he's obviously a track guy, but like he's a hard hitter. Like oh no, he flies clubs. to the football. Exactly Like like it's it, You you think like With the track backgrounds, like okay Maybe he's not the most Physical guy But there's no issues Coming down That's the other the thing se-
1: Separating Chin Winfield Jr. And Davis is hard Because normally I just lean to The most aggressive guy But all three of them Are ultra aggressive <laughs> All, th- yeah, all yeah. three of them Just throw their bodies around Yeah for real Davis does lead to Missed tackles Because of it But he clearly is an Absolute bullet Coming out of the secondary And that's part of the reason It reminds me of Jesse Bates Who I really liked Coming out of mm-hmm. Wake Was he was this kind of Taller, wiry safety with tons of range. Who was at his best as a center fielder? Uh, There was questions about his tackling ability, but it wasn't questions about his want. Like he would fly, and that that was kind of the connection I made there. I like that, and
0: like they're similar size. I will say maybe Davis hits harder, but he's worse at wrapping. Yeah, that's than than Bates was. Um,
1: and just. I think getting him in a scheme that is just like predominantly cover one, cover three, and having him be that yeah. single high guy, like that is his money. He he could be the most um impactful of these safeties. I, I think he's got a pretty higher floor too.
0: Yeah, no for sure. I, I wonder if he tested if he would have snuck into the first round because
1: Well it was for a lot of the season he was like yeah. kinda in that back end of the Twi- first round. Yeah, range. yeah. We saw him mock
0: like twenty seven to thirty two. Like the Niners felt like a pocket. That would be a really spotter. good fit.
1: Yeah, like if they Um, if they trade, maybe if they trade back from thirty one, like that'd be that'd be a really fun uh, match. I think that's very true. And like like you said, like uh,
0: yeah, he didn't test, but he's clearly an elite athlete. Like the range is legit, and he's like he's so smooth too. Like he sticks his foot, like big time explosion. And I think like his instincts maybe need some work, but like it's just because maybe he hasn't played too much football. But like I still don't worry with him in like in that true single high role.
1: No. He he's awesome. Okay, Winfield Jr. more of uh the nickel. The nickel of the group if Davis is the single high guy. Mm-hmm. Um Winfield Jr. is kind of in that Buda Baker, Tyron Matthew mold where he's a little smaller, but he is absolutely physical monster with big 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 time instincts, good ball skills. Um plays played a lot of nickel uh among this top 5 group here. Um and, and you just hope he goes somewhere that's gonna use his versatility and his ability to kind of play all over like he can play in the box too he's so aggressive he's he's, he's got he's got the same attitude his dad had who's one of the most underrated uh, DBs in NFL history yeah pretty much and like uh, you kind of hit a lot there tested better
0: than I think a lot of people probably gave him credit for uh he's he's a really strong fundamental tackler he's maybe like the most fundamental tackler in the group, yeah. so I, I don't worry about that. He gets guys on the ground easily. Um, like, maybe maybe not the, the like, big-time burst to break on the ball or anything, but, like, he's got speed to go deep. Um, like you said, great ball skills, tracks the ball really well, makes plays. Um, and, like, in man, I don't worry. Like, like you know what, because he's, what, 5'9", 200-ish. If he was um, 3
1: inches taller, he'd go in the first round. That's my take.
0: <laughs> probably. Like, you see him match up on tight ends, and that tight end size – doesn't really get him because he's such a physical and feisty football player like I think the, the Penn State game throw it on like Fryer Ruth like he did his damage sure but it wasn't really against Winfield yeah um, again like all the things you said feisty as fuck um, I, I, like he missed a lot of time in 2017 and 2018 that's the other
1: thing that you worry about too yeah the injury yeah. history um, yeah. is dense because he, play, he played four games each he, season, isn't he technically a, was a red shirt sophomore this year you know it was like his fourth year there yeah, he's like a f- yeah, he was like a right-year sophomore.
0: He's he's the same age as McKinney and Delpit. Like he's he's twenty one, almost twenty two. Um, so like it's not like he's older or anything, but yeah, he's like a it's, he's a weird weird like he's a fourth year sophomore, which is kind of strange
1: because of his dense injury history. He had, or he got yeah. the medical uh extra year. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Chin a little bit already. Just so much, oozing with potential, the size, the explosiveness. Again. You want to like all three of these guys are so fun because they're all yeah. very different. They're all built very different, but they're all <laughs> ultra aggressive, good athletes who play different types of roles. And we said Davis is a single high guy, Winfield more as the uh, the nickel type, and then Chin. It's just that true old school banging strong safety. You want to be blitzing them off the edge. You want to be using them like Adrian Wilson, like Derwin James is blitzed a ton for a safety like that type of just yeah, yeah. and then. Uh, Delpit is the cover guy, and McKinney's just the safe bet. Yep, pretty much. Why don't you just draft all of them? I like them all. It's funny because I, like it. I I like Chin Winfield Jr. and Davis more than I like Delpit, but Delpit sits as my two.
0: <laughs> you know you can move them up, move them up, right?
1: No. Well, I saw a tweet today that Delpit might follow those Steelers, and Mike Tomlin likes him so like us, and like he would be the perfect compliment to make a Fitzpatrick. And that would also mean Terrell Edmonds would be off the field. Who? Uh, Tremaine's brother. It's not very. Oh, 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 sorry. No, Trey's brother. I should say. Okay. (laughs) The Steelers are collecting groups of brothers. We got the Watts. We got the Edmonds. We just don't have the right, uh, the the better Watt and the better Edmonds. Actually, TJ might be better than JJ at this point.
0: I. Yeah, yeah. He's healthier, so. Yeah, like I, I don't – this is not a conversation for right now, but if you could take JJ or TJ right now for the rest of their career, what would you take?
1: Derek. Derek, that's the correct answer. Fullbacks, baby. Um, But, yeah, I love the safety class, and it's hilarious. That, like, four months ago, five months ago, it was, uh, it was one of the worst groups of the class. But in reality, it's, it's a very – like, these top five guys, these top six guys, I think, are starters by year two. Um yep. I think a handful of pro bowls between the group, a couple here, a couple there, uh you just you just hope they land in the right scheme where their, their skill sets are best utilized. Because they all offer like something said, a little different, which is, I think is part of the reason yeah. it's so fun. They're all very very the uh, uh, big athletic uh, physical group, but they all play different roles, even though they're all called safeties. <laughs> and
0: like we said uh, off the top of the show, it's. Uh... It was hard to separate who had the highest upside.
1: Yeah. No. I think all these, all these guys got big upside. Um, if... T- okay, I think we both think Xavier McKinney's the one who is going to go in the first round. Mm-hmm. If a second one sinks in, who is it? Um, right now, Jeremy Chin. I think that's my pick, too. I don't see it happening, but I think that's my pick.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's
1: McKinney alone in the first round. I think he'll be a first round pick. But, uh, again, the media knows nothing. I'm ready to get shocked. I'm ready for the world to be shocked when... Chin goes like tenth. I, I
0: hope for a shocking draft. Fuck it, let's just be fine. Well, Steelers
1: don't, don't have the pick till forty nine, so what do yeah. I care?
0: Yeah, Seattle will be trading back. So again, what do I care? Josh Uchi, just fall to forty nine, please. <laughs> Seattle's gonna take him at twenty seven. So that would be a good pick. I'd be fine with that. Like to be honest, yeah, I know it's because you're
1: so worried that they're gonna take someone awful.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's exactly why and I like. Just give me someone I like and it's not that, like, it's like, I don't know, maybe 15 picks too high, so who fucking cares?
1: You, uh, best case scenario is they just trade back. So yeah, then they, they never pick.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I could see them punting the whole draft because they couldn't get, like,
1: health on anyone, so. Sounds about right. Is there, like, uh, never mind. That, that's enough Seattle talk. NFC, Next week. NF, yeah. NFC South uh, draft preview time. AJ, Go ahead. Put on your Thomas Dimitrov hat. You're from Guelph now. I couldn't get into Guelph, so I'm not happy about this, Rob. You get, this is you, me living. Fans fans of the show who are not from Canada, Guelph is a school in this country. Uh, Thomas Dimitrov played college football in Canada there. Yeah, in I went a, to Guelph. AJ, big Guelph hater. No, I, I love Guelph, but they
0: shunned me, so now I hate them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyways, they got they got pick number sixteen. Big rumors coming out this week of them trading up. Uh, so I'm gonna pretend like
1: they stayed at sixteen, but got that trade up target
0: in CJ. Yeah, that's Henderson. fine.
1: I, I can live with that because I, I do think that trade up's coming. You can just say it. like, where where do you think they're? Uh, who do you think the trade partner ends up being? Because I I think that's happening. That's a good question.
0: I I also like it could be for Kinlaw, but I I think the Henderson matchup makes a lot more sense. Uh, so, okay, so let me let me work through this. I didn't put any thought into this. <laughs> what else? Is new? Yeah, what else is new? I don't, they'd be jumping
1: Jacksonville, is what I think.
0: Mm hmm. I mean, I, right now, if the Cardinals, I mean, it, it seems like they're not desperate for that to tackle, even though they, they should be. Maybe that's a maybe that's a spot,
1: or they know Ezra Cleveland's gonna push Andrew Thomas <laughs> down to them at 16.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Andrew Thomas, rumors are he's the best tackle. Yeah, ever, but anyways, so is so.
1: Jedrick Wills. So, so is so Tristan, Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs. So is Becton. Well, Becton failed the drug test, so now he's not, but he'll still be the first one off the board.
0: <laughs> That's very true. Anyways, so they got Henderson with their first pick, uh, regardless of how they do it. Uh, at 47, I uh, got them an interior defensive lineman, Justin Matabuki from uh, A&M. He fits he- how they draft. Exactly, like maybe like it's a little bit of a Reach. double down with Jarrett, but like he fits he fits them very well, fits how they draft like you said, and they, they could use some more pressure beside him, I, I like that fit a lot. Well all of uh, a sudden,
1: look at how they attacked that offensive line last year, they knew it was a, a weakness, so they attacked it through yeah. free agency and the draft, did it work? No, but that doesn't mean they won't try it with the D-line that needs some help now, and they attacked it already with Dante Fowler on the edge. Um... And to to then add an, an interior guy, next degree Jared on passing down to Sonad as more of a run down rotational guy, like I think that'd be an interesting fit. Guess what, Rob? At seventy eight in the third round, I I I got them another edge. Like you said, they got Fowler,
0: but I can see them. I mean, if if one of these picks aren't gone, I could still see them getting an edge
1: fairly they early. They drafted John Kaminsky draft. last year, so they're good. <laughs> I think John Kaminsky's
0: like our least favorite player ever,
1: anyways. Free uh, though. Yeah, sure. I
0: got I got them a player we both like, Darrell Taylor from Tennessee, But so I think uh, uh just slide in there, be a nice rotational so, guy early, and then so is this, starter, this yeah. their
1: Tack McKinley insurance.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I think I think if they hit those three picks, uh, that's that's a home run for the Falcons.
1: Well, they're weird because they don't for a team that's not terrific. They can turn it around really quick, like based off last year. Yeah. They c- they have the the skill uh, players to turn it around really quickly. It's just the trench play,
0: pretty much. Yeah, like they don't have, like they have holes, but it's they're like they're not that glaring. Like even at the spots where they're weak, it's like they have like like you said off offensive line, they threw a bunch of money and they threw a bunch of picks. So it's like that, hard. That's to why
1: I think they're so in on moving up for CJ Henderson is because they need corners, their biggest need, yeah, and they needed yeah. to address and it's. A drop off after the top two so they just know they need to come away CJ Henderson so and we, we've seen Dimitrov sell the house for a guy like Julio Jones before so wouldn't be surprised to see it again exactly is that all their picks
0: that's all the picks
1: okay so I'm the Panthers um we've we've been making this connection for a little bit now if the Giants don't take Isaiah Simmons, Isaiah Simmons fourth I think he doesn't get past the Panthers at seven uh Agreed. Luke Keekley retired they need a linebacker uh, they also rule and Snow preach Speed on defense It's the 70th time I've said that on this podcast Because I, <laughs> I heard it once on Daniel Jeremiah's podcast um, So I think that's a perfect fit uh, They're going to be a hybrid defense they're, Snow's traditional 3-4 guy but I think you'll see a lot of Hybrid looks uh, Especially if you get the athleticism of Simmons and Shaq Thompson in your linebacker court It's fun And, and, and like if they view Isaiah Simmons as a safety, guess what? Safety is a need, too. So. <laughs> uh, and then 38th. I think they, they need to find a, a corner opposite Dante Jackson. They lost Bradbury in free agency. Um, It's funny. LSU corners tend to slide. We've seen Dante Jackson slide. We saw Greedy Williams slide. We saw Tredavious White fell to 27. The Bills got Pro Bowl. Christian Fulton, if he slides, they're taking him at 38. and I think that's a great fit. Uh, Dante Jackson and Christian Fulton as your outside guys. I like. It. Thank you. I was waiting for your praise. And then 69 third round. Uh Rules already got Temple Boys on on his roster. So he's got His Baylor, boy. James, Lynch is kind of like the definition of the Baylor turnaround. And uh they they have a need for a five tech and he, he he would start right away, I think opposite Quan Short and it makes a ton of sense. I like that. That's a that's a good draft. Like I think <laughs> I that, that's wanna... almost I know it's all three defensive guys. But I think that's almost their ideal draft because, honestly, uh, although they might be trying to compete now with Teddy Bridgewater, if it doesn't go, like, I wouldn't, it feels more stopgappy and uh, that this offense is going to be kind of adjusting to the new Joe Brady looks. Uh, yeah. and, and I don't know if Teddy's the guy. So if it's not working on offense, they, they go get Justin Fields or whatever. But their defense is going to be ready if they really go all in on it.
0: Yeah, I, I I like that. And then, like, it feels like Rule will be more likely to try to build his culture around his early defensive picks, right? Yeah, for sure. And that Lynch fits, obviously.
1: Uh, okay, Tampa, hey. I heard New Orleans. New Orleans, baby. Do you say New Orleans or New Orleans? Nolens is I, what I, I say. I generally say New Orleans, and then I have a conversation with someone uh, in the area I am currently living in. It sounds like I'm weird because they all say New Orleans. They, like, really I overpronounce it, it. But New Orleans sounds way cooler. I think like it's New Orleans. Yeah,
0: I, not New Orleans. I agree. That's it's because we're Canadian. Uh, <laughs> anyways, they uh, they got twenty fourth pick in the first round. They don't have a lot of holes, man. Their biggest hole is linebacker. I'm uh, I'm keeping them local. I'm taking Patrick Queen from LSU. He slide him in. He starts immediately. Grew up uh, LSU football fan. I think a Saints fan too.
1: So that's that's pretty him and cool. Demario Davis would have so much explosive energy and a linebacker core too. Yeah. Uh, totally agree. Uh, then then
0: no second round pick, you jump to the third round, eighty eighth. It's kind of it's kind of I don't know where where to go with this one. I struggled. Um, I got them a wide receiver, maybe to pit, uh to push Traquan Smith. I know they brought in Manny Sanders, so like, and Michael Thompson, M stud. So you feel good about that, but maybe push uh, Traquan a little bit. I got them Brian Edwards, uh, big, pretty fast, just someone to put a little pressure bet, on Traquan.
1: I kind of like that fit.
0: Yeah, I, I you know what I struggled finding who I wanted here, and I went back and forth on positions.
1: Well, they're weird because uh, I I think corners is another interesting way to go. Yeah, but look, they it's gave funny. they Co- gave a weird they have a con- con- lot of them. Yeah, and they gave a yeah, weird yeah. contract to George Jenkins, so it's a, you're not really totally sure how they feel. And obviously, they paid Malcolm Jenkins, which makes you think C.J. Gardner Johnson is going to stick as their starting nickel. Um, yeah, I I don't hate the the receiver thing either because it feels like Traquan Smith like. There's always these mo- like he's gonna explode and go off because you see these flashes, but it's just like it hasn't been consistent. So Brian Edwards feels like a really consistent, safe third round receiver.
0: Hmm. Yeah, my other my other, tr- my other uh, decision was between that and uh, corner, but yeah, it's just like you said, like they they spent money, they they have a lot of guys there, and it's just like let's get a receiver. Uh, can't have too many of them, especially in this class. Might as well get a really good one.
1: Uh, is that all their picks? That's all their picks. Okay, here we go. Tampa Bay. Um, I think there's a good chance Tampa trades into the top ten to go get that offensive tackle that their offense needs to protect Brady. Um, That's their move. But if they don't, there's still a chance that an offensive tackle falls to them. I think Andrew Thomas is an option uh, if he falls to 14. There's again. That's my favorite fit.
0: There's, a, well, them, to be honest
1: again, I was going to say, like, there's talk he could be the first one off the board. So we don't really so, know. So yeah. just ideally they come away with one of the top four offensive tackles. 100%. Okay. So it, it doesn't matter which one I'm saying. It's one of them. They might have to trade up to get it if they can stick and pick. That's better, obviously. But mm-hmm. uh, in this scenario, they stick and pick. They get Andrew Thomas. He's the pass protector they need. Uh, 45th, this is my favorite uh, running back fit, I think. Is Clyde edwards Hilaire to Tampa? I
0: love it. I love it. Hey, I don't even know if you're stealing content, but uh, Daniel Jeremiah loves it too. So, Well,
1: yeah, that I didn't know that, but I'm going to pretend that's why I said it. Um, <laughs> no,
0: it, obviously, I, it makes so much sense.
1: Obviously, Brady is known for loving the running back in the passing game. edwards Hilaire, I yep. think, is the most natural pass catcher in the group. Uh, also, fluid enough, we saw to be, like, you can split him at right out widen like he can run routes like he can be a hybrid James White who does more on the ground like he's Brian Westbrook this is I, I love this fit so much and like Rojo needs some help because Rojo's a stub it's, just, it's common stuff trust me <laughs> you just need to stop fumbling uh,
0: I thought your uh, Clyde Edwards Larry Pro Comp was Kevin Falk.
1: I wish that'd be so much better <laughs> should I start only comping guys to the schools that other guys want like if they're from the same school
0: yeah, and then the same quarterbacks that we uh, throw the ball
1: to them, handing them off. Yeah, um, who was that Clemson linebacker who is probably a pro wrestler now? Ben Bowler. Yeah, that's my Isaiah Simmons called. <laughs> that's that's my Tanner Muse comp actually. That's pretty good actually.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't Bowler like extremely unathletic. <laughs> yeah,
1: James Skalski, their linebacker uh, for next draft. That's my comfort. Um, okay, and then fi- finally, I don't know if he'll be there because there's people mocking Marlon Davidson in the first round. But if he's there yeah. at seventy six, I like this fit a lot. Uh in in there uh he he's a guy who's versatile enough to kinda of move around in Todd Bull's front. If they're playing uh in an odd front, like he he could play five tech, if they're in an even he can he can go to three. Uh mm-hmm. join Sue and Vitavea up front. Um and again, like I think he's at his best in a four eye, like he's a weird player. And we yeah. see him stand up, so I just, I think his versatility and uh, just being part of that rotation, he could make a pretty quick impact.
0: It's That's a good fit. Marlon Davidson is low-key one of the biggest wild cards.
1: It's weird because in the range that I have him, I like him. Like, I like him as a football player. I think he's really, like, I don't think he's, like, going to be a Pro Bowl guy or anything, but I think he's a really versatile defensive lineman who offers you a lot. Mm-hmm. He's got pass rush upside. Um, but if we're talking about him in the first round, I'm so far out on that.
0: Yeah, I am too. I, I think I'm a little lower on him than you are. I think so too. Like he, he's like he's like almost in my top 100. But...
1: yeah, see, I think he's like a mid third round guy. But then we're seeing him like to the Titans, which I like that fit. I just don't like give it. 29 or whatever. No, I, I agree.
0: Like I, I like I'd be fine taking him in the third round. For me, it was just kind of hard to project because he's playing such a weird role. And like you said, he's a weird player. Yeah, for
1: sure. Uh, hey, uh, next show our last uh, our last draft preview the NFC West. Uh, also, because I'm forcing AJ, we'll do our special teams rankings. How do, how do we do it again? Top like, three punters, top three kickers, and then return
0: men. We'll do return, five, like five five
1: return men. Okay, there's a
0: lot of good return men. I know, I place. know.
1: That's kind of why I say five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I'm mean, gonna lean towards the guys who I actually see being allowed to do it in the NFL. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, that's because like that's a good point. But there there is a like a lot of guys. Yeah. Like,
1: it to be honest that like
0: have have been really good Uh, like even Ashton Davis was a really good kick returner his yeah. first two years yeah
1: no and like I think a lot of guys did it but uh, yeah uh, and then after that show uh, we'll do our final mock draft before the real thing and it'll be so far off it'll be unbelievable shit and then
0: uh, right after the after the draft Thursday night we're coming in and uh, coming in hot uh, hopefully not angry this year
1: oh I don't have a pick so I'll be happy it's it's so nice you don't know how good it feels to not have a first round pick as a Steelers fan (laughs) it's my new favorite thing start trading first round picks for pro bowl players people Seattle usually
0: doesn't but when they do uh, I'm usually not happy so
1: yeah like (laughs) the last two years uh, that we've done the show Uh, so thanks for listening Uh, happy 420